What's going on, everybody? RC Trey 5 podcast here. Riley talking. Gonna bring to you a little week 11 fantasy. So a lot of my talk in the last podcast, some was about fantasy, you know, some players that I think would go off, yada, yada. But the the general, you know, uh, message last last podcast was about week 11 and matchups and whatnot. And I'll tell you right now, do not put your life savings on my picks, please. I mean, there's a very good chance that somehow, some way, Atlanta beats New Orleans or something crazy like Jacksonville upsetting Pittsburgh. Don't put your life savings on my picks because I don't want to be responsible for that. And very, I mean, anything can happen. And to be honest, I wouldn't put your, any savings on me or any money on me anyway because I'm struggling myself this year. So to be honest, don't put your money on me. That was kind of just me rambling and me honestly picking what I thought would come out of week 11 in the NFL. This podcast, not going to be an hour long, just going to be about fantasy, strictly fantasy, strictly matchups, strictly who I like, who I think is going to do well. Um, go game by game. We'll start with Thursday. Get right into it right now. Arizona, Seattle. Who could ask for a better Thursday night game? That's almost like a Friday night, almost like I'm going to forget that I have work on Friday because this game's on Thursday night. Great freaking game. I cannot wait for it. It's only Wednesday. I'm already already on Thursday right now because I don't care about Wednesday. I'm ready for Thursday night football. I'm ready for Kyler Murray. I am ready for Russell Wilson. What more could you ask for? Honestly, who don't you start in this game if they play for Arizona or Seattle? Wilson, start. Murray, start. You got to. Hopkins, Metcalf, you got to start him. Lock it. You got to start him. Okay? It's going to be a high-scoring game. High 50s, low 60s, easy. I'm telling you. I know that the I think that a lot of the sports books got him in the high 50s. I'll tell you right now, I think it's going to be in the high 50s. That's just how I... That's how I think. That's what I think. And that's what I believe. If I was to bet, it probably wouldn't hit. That's just my luck. But it is what it is. Again, don't take my word for it now. I'm just saying. Hopkins, a definite start. Metcalf, definite start. Murray, Wilson, Lockett, definite starts. Now we'll get into the running backs real quick. Carson, still questionable. Hasn't played in weeks. Is dealing with that foot injury. Based off his Instagram, he really doesn't give a shit if he plays or not. You know, you you you, you uh, fantasy owners are going to get upset with him and maybe DM him. He really doesn't give a shit. And in fact, he's going to tell you to meet up and square up. That's just how he is. I kind of like it. You know, a little bit of, you know, screw you. I don't care what you think. You know what I mean? So shout out to Chris Carson, man. Just get healthy and be back. If he's back this week, you know, he, he's a lethal back, really. I mean, he, he, there's not much you can say about him. I mean, he, he's a good back, you know, medi- not even mediocre. I would say even probably a, a, a good back. You know, he's he's taken in the top 15 of, uh, of fantasy drafts based off of running backs, and he is their number one. Their backfield without him is very – uh, is, is 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 almost like a puzzle. You just start plugging pieces in and hope that something works. So um, him, I'm not too high on right now just because he's still questionable, short week, didn't play last week, didn't play the following, et cetera, whatever. I don't, I don't see him playing this week. He's still questionable. They're going to put the Q tag on him just because they don't want Arizona to give, oh, he's not playing. Let's, let's try to find a way to defend the pass, whatever. Kenyon Drake, I like him. I like Kenyon Drake this week. I also like Edmonds. If you're in a deep league where you got, you know, 12 guys or whatever it may be, and you have him that you could maybe, you know, flex him. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't start him as an RB1 or 2, Edmonds I'm talking, but I would definitely consider him as a flex spot. He gets a decent amount of handoffs. He, he is their pass catcher. Kenyon Drake hasn't been too involved in the passing game so far, but I do expect a big game, honestly, out of every single player 
that's playing in this game that night. I, I just expect it to be a shootout, fun game to watch. Everybody tune in. Fox and NFL, 8.20 on Thursday night. Going to be a great freaking game. Let's move on to Sunday, 1 o'clock slate. We got like seven or eight games here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, starting with Philly at Cleveland. I don't know who the hell I could pick in this game for you to want to start in your fantasy league. I guess Miles Sanders um, for, for Philadelphia. Um, mind you, I'm a Philly fan, and to be quite honest, oh, my God. I mean, it's bad. It is it it is bad right now, and it, it, I'm a Penn State fan too. I know this has nothing to do with college football, nothing to do with Saturdays, but my lord, I mean, could my football teams be any worse this year? The ones I like to root for. Anywho, I mean, I just had to kind of bash on Penn State. We are, you know, it is what it is. It is fine. We'll, we'll be okay. Move on past next year, whatever. Philadelphia, Cleveland. I like Miles Sanders as a start. I really and truly don't. I mean, Nick Chubb, I mean, he, he did his thing last week. He came back from his injury. I'm glad he was healthy. I'm glad he looked good. I'm glad he did his thing. He could have had two touchdowns if he wanted to. So, I mean, Nick Chubb, I mean, I, I, I you start him. You got to start him. Um, I even think Kareem Hunt, you got to start him. RB2 or a flex, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick, take him as your number one running back just because Chubb's back looks healthy. He's their main guy regardless. Um, I think I – think, um, Hunt's a little bit more involved in the passing game, obviously. So, you know, if, if, if you think you're going to get three or four receptions out of him, that's an easy flex thought, you know, three, four receptions, 20 yards, and a few carries, possibly a touchdown. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, he's, he's a decent flex guy. But um, Chubb, Sanders, definite starts for this matchup. Other than that, I'm really not, I'm not seeing too much that I like. New Orleans, Atlanta. Atlanta, you got to start Hurst at your tight end. Have to do it. Julio Jones, got to start him. Kelvin Ridley, I, I, you know, I... Is he is he healthy? Is he hurt? You know, it, it just seems to be like every week it's it, it's something with him. But he started out so good that it doesn't make you think that you can't start him. Um, you know, depending on health, that's a big thing. You know, right now he is questionable, so it's it's one of those gambles you're gonna take. Either either you're gonna you're gonna start him and he's gonna play a little bit like he did last week. You know, only get three catches for forty two yards. Or he's gonna go off like he has in the in, in previous weeks. He you know he's he's been just below twenty or above twenty, even above thirty, in in six of eight weeks. And to be honest, I don't he he didn't play last week. He didn't play against Denver, and then he got the bye. So now you got New Orleans. So is he finally healthy enough to go out there and play? If he is, if if on Saturday morning or Sunday morning they say, you know what, we're taking the Q tag off of him, he's starting, he's playing, start him. Okay, Julio, Ridley, Hurst, start them all. It's going to be a high-scoring game, I think, for New Orleans. Kamara, who, who the hell would not start Kamara? Who the hell would even consider not even writing Kamara in as a touchdown score, really and truly? I mean, if you're if you're a better, I'd bet on it all day long. Kamara's an obvious starter. Michael Thomas, man, it's, it, it's brutal right now. I'm, you know, I drafted him fourth overall in my league alone, and I just think it, it's tough to sit here and, and question, like, Damn, do I even start him? Like, there's other guys in in the league that's getting more targets, getting more yards, and they aren't even big names. I mean, really, it's 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 tough. I think you got to start him though. He's gonna come out. He's Michael Thomas. He's not just a fluke. He's not just like an average receiver in the league. He's a he's a top receiver in the league. Eventually, he'll come out. Yes, Jameis Winston is gonna be the quarterback. Taysom Hill will come in here and there, but 
I, I honestly, I, I like Michael Thomas. I would start him. I would. Um, that's just me, though. You know, don't take anything I say to heart because I don't want to mess anything up for anybody in the in, the, in these weeks because these are very important weeks. Cincinnati, Washington. Burrow's a dog. Washington D is good. You know, McLaurin, he, he, he's got to be a starter. If, if, if he's still on your bench, then you got to trade him for something or somebody because if you're not going to start him, I don't know what else you're – you're you're expecting. I mean, if you're gonna, tr- you got to trade him for a, a top running back or a top something because it don't make much sense why he wouldn't be in your lineup. Tyler Boyd's coming off a, 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 a you know an average week, a, a mediocre week for Cincinnati. I could, I expect him to pick it up a little bit. Um, Higgins has been Joe Burrow's guy. I mean, really, I, I mentioned it in the last podcast. I said they played against each other in the national championship, and now they're best friends here in Cincinnati. They they, they seem to have Cincinnati and Cincinnati, you know, same thing. I kind of combine the two words, whatever. You know, they, they seem to have a very good connection with one another. And I don't know if that's Joe Burrow being good or, or uh, you know, uh, I mean, I think, I mean, Joe Burrow's very, very, very good. There, there ain't no joke about that, but. You know, they just have a great connection going right now. And I honestly, I'd start both of them. If, if you have Joe Burrow as your number one QB and you have a backup, say, oh man, I don't know, Teddy Bridgewater that's questionable or, you know, maybe a, a, a Drew Locke or, you know, a, a, a Herbert, something. I would start, I would start Joe Burrow. Yes, Washington Z is good, but Joe Burrow has been getting his. He's Regardless of what week it's been or who, who, is, who he's played against, he, he's certainly gotten his each and every week. There's been a few weeks that he struggled, and that's, I mean, that's to be, you know, I mean, you got to expect it. That's to be expected, but I think overall, he's been having a great rookie campaign, and I would, uh, I wouldn't put my money against him. I really, uh, I I really think he's going to have a decent week this week. Not a great, I mean, like I said, if you have, if you have top guys, you know, say, uh, even, even someone like Matt Ryan or, Maybe even Jameis Winston, I might start him over, but that's a guy that I mean, Joe Burrow's he's he's a dog, man. I mean, what else do you want out of a rookie quarterback? So I'm always been high on Burrow. Maybe it's just my my bias because I am a big Joe Burrow supporter and Joe Burrow fan. But I mean, there's been one game, two games, I guess, including the f- first game of his NFL career where he didn't reach 200 yards. But I mean, he's had a 400 yard game. He's had multiple 300 yard games. In fact, four out of five weeks during the regular season. So I, I really like him. I, I I do like him. If if you're gonna start him, Detroit, Carolina, gotta start the running backs here for both teams. Both teams struggled to stop the run. Swift for Detroit, Davis for Carolina, gotta start him. Both of them start him in your lineups. I promise you. Actually, I guess I better not say I promise because my luck is they get seven points apiece and everyone will be pissed at me. Anyway. I like them. I like the matchups. Carolina's tough with their receivers, man. You know, you got DJ Moore who gets three one week, then 25 the next, and has two receiving touchdowns. And, and then you got, you know, you, you got, I mean, it just, it, it, they, got, they got weapons, really and truly. They got, they got absolute weapons. And, and that's the toughest thing. They got guys on the outside that can run, like Anderson. Anderson could have 10 receptions for 200 yards. It just, they, they got weapons. So it's hard for Carolina because, you know, they, 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 when, when McCaffrey was back against the Chiefs, you noticed that that was their game plan. Get McCaffrey the ball, let him catch it, let him run it, everything. That was their game plan. And with Davis, Davis isn't a bad back, don't get me wrong. Mike Davis is a great back and great start this week, mind you. However, he's just not Christian McCaffrey. You can't say like, oh yeah, Christian McCaffrey, we're going to get him the ball and we're going to succeed because of Christian McCaffrey. You can't exactly say the same with Mike Davis, which is why it puts a little bit more pressure on the QB to find his receivers. 
Anderson's having a great year. Way better of a year than I thought he was. I took DJ Moore earlier on in my draft than I probably would have anyway, just because I thought he would be their number one guy, and Anderson's come out of the woodwork, and even freaking Samuel's come out of the woodwork. I mean, really and truly, I mean, Curtis Samuel, he just, I mean, he has been one of their top, if not one or two guys this past few weeks here so he's another one that I mean if you have a deep league again if you if you have him on your roster you might want to start him in the flex you know Detroit I, I they they don't have the best of defenses against the run and pass so you know that, that wouldn't be a bad uh a bad start especially in the flex Pittsburgh Jacksonville Jacksonville it's gonna be hard for me to say who to start on Jacksonville Pittsburgh D is so good um I'd stay away from Jacksonville players this week Pittsburgh on the other hand I think they're going to get a decent lead. I think Connor's going to get a decent amount of carries. I'd say Connor would be a pretty decent start at your RB2. He hasn't been an RB1 yet this year. He's, he had about six, seven weeks where he was averaging about 15 points a week, which was great. However, it's not going to win you a league. You know, you, when you got guys like Cook and McCaffrey when he's healthy and, you know, uh, Kamara right now that are just putting up monstrous numbers, it, it, you know, he's not he's not going to win you a league and that and that sucks don't get me wrong cuz I did draft him as as one of my running backs next to Chubb and whatever but he's just not get, he's not going to win you a league so you know you pull up his stats and you look at you look at certain things and you say okay he hasn't had 100 yards rushing since week 6 in Cleveland he hasn't had a touchdown since Baltimore when he only had 57 yards you know he's really not getting the receptions that I thought he would this year I mean, on average, it's looking like two or three a game. Um, typically not for much yards. The most he had was four for 40. That was week three against Houston. Um, so I, I, I guess he's a, he's a solid RB2 start in this matchup. Big Ben, he's, I think he's going to throw the ball pretty well. Um, you got, I mean, Claypool, again, in, in a flex position. It's hard to say because he'll go off for 41 week and then six the next. I would say a flex position at best, and, and especially in a deep league if you have him. And then Juju Smith, he's actually come out and, and played a lot better these past few weeks. He's actually had a good connection with Big Ben, and he's actually getting very good amount of um, targets and receptions in the past past few weeks. So that makes me optimistic about him. You know, that makes me feel like you know maybe he is a good start. Maybe he is someone that you could put in your lineup. Maybe he's someone that. Is going to give you some points. Now, last week he had a tremendous game, obviously. The past two weeks he's really played well. Over over 21 points each game. I mean, he's had the past four, he's had 17.5, over 13.5, 21.3, and 22.5. So, you know, I mean, he's a good start at this point. He did struggle there in the middle of the year after the bye against Philly, against Cleveland. He wasn't really in the offense, whatever. But these past few games, I mean, he's had over six receptions in the last four and over 65 yards in the last four as well, including two of those touchdowns. I think that's one more you have to start. Tennessee, Baltimore, Derrick Henry. How do you not start him? Great guy, great rusher. I mean, that's what their offense is built off. It's off of him running hard. First, second, third down, it doesn't matter. They don't care. It, it Really and truly, they just want to run the ball and pound it down your throat. Baltimore's defense has held up pretty well this year against the run, especially um, struggled a little bit against Harris last year in the Patriots. But or, I'm sorry, not last year, but last week. Patriots obviously beat them, but Baltimore's still a solid team. Um, their offense is more concerning than their defense. I think they, you know, hold hold uh, Henry to a normal game. I think that the biggest part about this game is going to be holding Tannehill and his receiving core to a, a, a minimal uh, 
middle advantage as well. Um, Baltimore, I, I, I honestly don't even know if you want to start Lamar at this point. Yes, he gets rushing yards. He doesn't throw for anything. He doesn't throw for touchdowns. Um, at this point, you know, in, in certain leagues, QBs can be either very, very uh, – I mean, the stats can be very, very high, and they can be very, very low. Um, you either got guys, you know, you got leagues that are shaped differently for each quarterback, and I think that if your stats are based off of how many, like, passing yards and um, touchdowns you throw, I don't know if Lamar's your guy. I mean, you might want to find somebody that might be a little a little more reliable overall um, than Lamar. So that's tough because I know a lot of guys took them took Lamar in the first or second round of their league. And that's just, that's just tough. That's tough to swallow because, you know, really and truly he is not a top five quarterback. In fact, I don't even think he's a top 10 quarterback this year. He's been fumbling. He's been throwing picks. He hasn't been throwing for yards. He hasn't been throwing for very many touchdowns. I mean, he only eclipsed, eclipsed uh, three touchdowns once. And that was week one against Cleveland when they blew him out. I mean, it wasn't even a game. So other than that, he's getting over 10, 10 to 15 carries a game, and I think that's just because they can't get anything going offensively. So, you know, if you have a if you have a quarterback in your lineup that you're debating on starting over uh, over Lamar, I know it's tough to say, but, I mean, th- there's a possibility you might as well. Um, let's move on. New England, Houston. I love Deshaun Watson. I don't know how many weapons he has. I don't know what more he can do. Um, still a decent start, though, because I know that quarterbacks in some leagues are stacked with, you know, rushing yards, and he, he does rush for a few touchdowns here and there, and he does throw for a lot of yards a game because their defense has been struggling. Um, so I, I guess that I can't say that I wouldn't – I hate him. You know, that that's that's for sure not, not a thing. Um, he's definitely done his fair share of what he can do um, with with his team and, and what he can do with stretching plays out and – and and uh, making making plays, so I mean, really and truly, I I you got to start him. He he is a top ten QB in the league. I mean, there that is what it is. So start him. Um, I don't know anyone on the Patriots to be quite honest. I really don't. Um, I mean, shoot. I mean, it's hard to start Cam. He does get his rushing yard touchdown here and there, but he doesn't throw for very many yards. He doesn't throw for many very many touchdowns. He doesn't. He does fumble here and there. You know that that type of thing. So I don't really like anyone on New England. I like. Watson and and um, I guess Wolf Fuller is is a is a decent wide receiver too against New England. He's got tough matchups, but um, I mean Duke Johnson. He struggled last week. I think he'll have a little bit better of a game this week, simply because he's he's, he's finally getting the reps and he got it under his belt that first game. I think that's always tough for a backup to come in and take the starting role. But um, I think he, I, I see a little bit of a better game this week. You know, back to Watson real quick. You know, he really hasn't been playing great, but he's been doing his thing to keep to keep them in the game. I mean, out of his last, I mean, four out of his last five weeks, excluding last week, he had 17. The four prior weeks, he had over 30. So as a QB perspective, it, I mean, well, now that is my league. My league is very stacked with yardage and touchdowns and everything. So they are a little... Um, they they are a little like buffed uh, the the QB stats, but still any any league you're you're looking at he's over twenty five um, for the four out of the last five, and that was excluding the last week there where they didn't even score anything. So I'd start him. Miami Denver. This is a tough one because my Miami's clicking on all levels here. Miami's offense is is, is doing pretty decent, keeping them you know putting up some points. Their defense is what's really been keeping them in games and even up in games, and then their special teams has even been adding on top of that. For Denver, I don't like Drew Locke. I don't like um, 
a lot of guys, to be honest. I mean, even their running game, like Gordon, Lindsey, like it just it, it seems to me like if they don't get one big run, they're just not breaking off for 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 very very good carries. Um, Miami, two if you have them starting, I, I I guess start them. I don't know who else you'd have if you were starting two on a regular basis, just because he's so new to the league and so young. Um, I'm hoping Parker picks it up a little bit this week. I think that he could um, maybe after a week of practice kind of get into his ear a little bit and be like, hey, you know, like I'm one of our best receivers. Let's get me the ball. Let's figure it out. Now, granted, they're winning, so I don't know how much he can say, but we'll see about that. I wouldn't worry about him too much. Maybe a flex position, not really in the wide receiver one or two realm. Um, Chargers and the Jets, uh, really and truly, I, I, I really love Herbert. I do. Um, I know that the Jets held Josh Allen without a touchdown, but they were in the red zone multiple, multiple times. And that, I, I think a lot of that just had to do with their poor execution in the red zone. Um, it wasn't like they were, you know, getting shut out by any means. They had six field goals in the, in, on the game. I think they won 18, 10 or something along those lines had six field goals by Bass. So, I mean, really, I mean, they, they did stop them when it mattered, obviously, to score, but they didn't really stop them to get down the field. So I like Herbert here. I like Allen here. Um, you know, for the Jets, it's just tough, man. They they are just they're just struggling, and they're, and, they're, and they're not that great this year. So right now I'm just going to stick to Herbert and uh, Keenan Allen for the, um, the Chargers here. Um, next we're going to Green Bay, Indianapolis, and this is a very tough game because – Indianapolis defense is absolutely phenomenal. Um, they are the best defense in the league. I don't think there's any question about that. They're scoring a touchdown almost every, I mean, not, not almost every game, but, you know, I mean, they're doing their fair share on defense, scoring scoring touchdowns and, and blocking punts and their their game against uh, – their game against the, the, the Titans last week was just absolutely phenomenal. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you just kind of have to uh, – except as the Green Bay Packers and just say, you know what, it's going to be a low-scoring game, and we just got to come out on top. Um, I guess you can always say that Adams is a, is a lock to start. QB or a Wide receiver one always is a lock to start. Aaron Rodgers, if you don't have anybody else, like I've been saying a lot today, it's, it's more like if you don't have anyone else, you might as well start him. No no sense in, in, in you know flirting with a waiver wire or starting a guy that's like, like, like a Drew Locke, like I said earlier, or maybe even a Cam Newton, I'd still start. Aaron Rodgers, just because it is Aaron Rodgers and he does do great things, even though it is in Indianapolis. Moving on here, Minnesota-Dallas. I'm high on Minnesota this game. I really like Cook. Cook just came off of almost 100 yards rushing there against the um, against the Bears on Monday night. Um, they, they, they really did keep him in check for the most part. However, that he did get a little bit there toward the end of the game. But, I mean, it's very hard to say that you're going to sit here and stop Delvin Cook at this point. Um, he is a stud. He is Minnesota's man. And I'll tell you right now, they're not going to not run him until they literally cannot run him. So I like, I like, um, I like Delvin Cook as a lock this week, obviously running back one, like there's no doubt about it. And honestly, um, there's a few guys like, and I know Thielen's coming off a two touchdown game, Justin Jefferson, man, he is just, he has shocked me as a uh, rookie in the league really and truly he has done such a great job at doing his job catching the ball picking up a few extra yards running that slot position he really and truly is probably one of my biggest surprises coming out of the draft now I'm an Eagles fan I really really wanted him in the draft to come to the come to Philadelphia obviously Philly did not draft him 
I wasn't happy, but what are you gonna do? You know, I'm not the I'm not the guy in the front office. So so what the hell? Like, I, you know, I'm not calling the shots, even though I wish I was, because goddamn it, we'd have him on our fucking team. But that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Sorry for the lack of the language. If you were offended by the language, I am very sorry. I try and keep it light. I kind try and keep it a joke. So I I do not mean it in any harshful way. I'm just gonna say that right now before people you know maybe get upset. By all means, if you are upset, shoot me a message. Let me know. Be like, hey man, whatever. I'm sorry if you get upset or whatever it may be. Anyway, moving on here. Okay. Like I said, big on Minnesota this weekend. Andy Dalton is back is back for Dallas. Now they do still have weapons. They got Zeke. They got they got um you know Cooper. They got CeeDee Lamb. They they do have weapons and that's by all means they have weapons. It it's not that they cannot produce and I'm hoping that they do end up producing because I do have Cooper in a league and I do have Zeke in a league. However, it just seems like once Dak went down, just all the the air and the tires just got just got you know sent right out, and it's it's just flat tire after flat tire after flat tire in Dallas, and that's and that's the frustrating part, and that's the sad part about Dallas because when 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 Dak was in, I mean they were shooting on all cylinders, they were throwing the ball downfield, they were running the ball, everything was great, they were still losing games, but everything was great. Did beat Atlanta on that fluke because Atlanta doesn't know how to close out a game, but that's beside the fact, beside the point. Um, Minnesota, like I said, feeling stardom. Jefferson stardom, Cooper stardom, Zeke stardom. I mean, Minnesota's defense isn't the greatest. They have picked it up here the, the past few games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think those, those – and then Cook's obviously a lock. Let's go to um, Sunday night football. We got Kansas City and Las Vegas. How do you not start any starting offensive player on Kansas City? You got Patty Mahomes throwing the ball. He's an absolute stud. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I mean – He's a stud. I mean, Patty Mahomes, what what more can you ask for in a quarterback? You got if he's not starting in your league, if he's not starting on your team, you better have Russell Wilson or you better have Kyler Murray and you better have them both on the same team and how you have them both on the same team, I'm not too sure unless you're in like a four-man league. Anyway, he's an ultimate stud. Absolute start, ultimate stud. Continue on. Let's go with this. How about Tariq Hill, the man just is is, a, is an absolute touchdown machine this year. He's not getting twenty or like fifteen targets a game. He just did in his last game before the bye was his very first game there where he um actually got like the amount of targets that I think he should be getting. I'm talking ten ten a game roughly, and you know he's not gonna he's not gonna get all ten targets. There's no doubt in my mind he's not gonna receive all ten, but he's still gonna at least get ten targets. I think he should be a guy who's getting about seven or eight catches a game for 100 yards and a touchdown, and that's every week. Now, granted, he has done that, has done the touchdown for that for, for that matter, um, not necessarily the numbers that you'd want to see with receptions. But last week he did he did very well with um, receptions, and that was the week before the bye. So I guess we have anything, everything but positive things to look for moving forward. Um, you know, last last game he played two touchdowns, nine receptions, 113 yards. The game before that, four receptions, 98 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, what more can you say? You know, he he has he has nine touchdowns on the year, and he's played eight games or, or nine games. I'm sorry. So so what what do you what do you want out of a receiver? You know, he is wide receiver one right now, roughly without the bye. Um, definite start. Travis Kelsey, how do you not start him? If you don't start him, I don't know what's going on in your league or what's going on with you, but ultimate start. Las Vegas, Josh Jacobs, start him. Um, he's definitely a RB1 or two. Um, Got to start him. Um, he's he's very, very, very good. Um, he, had, he did have a few weeks that he struggled there in the middle of the, the, middle of the first half of the season, but 
he, he's right back to his normal self. I know he had a big game last week, so start him. Um, Waller, that's a that's a duo of tight ends playing on Sunday night. You got Waller and Kelsey. I mean, that's a great great duo of tight ends. You know, two of the top two of the top, if not the top two tight ends in the league. I don't know what else you expect on a Sunday night game. I mean, that's great. Chiefs, Raiders, let's go. I mean, Raiders did beat them the week prior or the the you know the last meeting. I don't see it happening again. I got Kansas City by big. Bucks, Rams, Rams. Just, they just haven't looked like the Rams. They haven't looked like Sean McVay's offense. I don't really like many of their offensive pieces. You know, Cup could go off. Woods could go off. It just depends on how Jared Goff is throwing the ball and if he's not fumbling or not taking sacks or whatever it may be. With the Tampa Bay Bucks, what do you expect? Start Gronk. Start Evans. Start Godwin. I know it's hard to say start all these guys, but how do you not? Because any, any single one of them could go off and any single one of them could have a mediocre mediocre to like good game. If someone has five receptions for 75 yards and maybe picks up a tutty, maybe it still is like a mediocre game out of your flex guy. So I, I mean the Tampa Bay Bucks start Brady too, man. I mean, how much, how, how much more can this man do? He's, he's throwing four touchdowns. He's throwing for 400 yards. I mean, if, if he's not starting on your team, I, I don't, I don't know what you, what you want because that man is, is balling right now. He did struggle against the Ram or against the saints, which is fine. I mean, you're going to struggle sometimes, you know, not everybody's perfect, but he did struggle against the Rams a little bit, or again, I said Rams again, Saints a little bit. It's still Tom Brady, man. I think he's going to come out and ball out this week. He had three touchdowns to no interceptions last week. You know, he, he he's he's had 400 yards this year. Oh, actually, he hasn't. He, he, he's been high 300s twice. But nonetheless, he doesn't have to when they run the ball as well as they do sometimes with Fournette and... Uh, and uh, Ronald Jones. So that's my cap for the week. You know, you got Buffalo, Chicago, New York, San Fran on a bye. Fill your spots up. Waiver wire pickups is tough. I mean, everybody's floating around leagues. Everybody, some people, he, some people are free agents. Some people aren't. So that's, you know, it, it's just very tough these days to say, like, who to pick up. Um, if Mike Davis is still available somehow in some leagues, that's a definite pickup. I mean, absolute definite pickup. Um, other than that, it, it's really hard to say who to add. There wasn't any huge injuries, thank God, this week. I mean, other than, I guess you can say Winston for Breeze, um, pick him up. But, I mean, other than that, you know, I, it's it's tough to say who's available. I know Philip Philip Lindsay is available in some leagues. It's just tough with Gordon there. Um, you know, and then obviously I'll tell you a secret here if we want to put in a secret. It's almost if you have a playoff team, man, and you could, and all your guys are off of buys, man. Pick up some backups. Pick up some backup running backs. Pick up some better, you know, backup wide receivers, because and even tight ends maybe. Because with with the way the year is going right now, the injuries are at a handful. They're at they're at a groupful. They they just keep happening. The injuries keep happening week after week after week. It seems like top guys in the league are going down. Some of the best players, some of the most exciting players to watch are going down. So when it comes to running backs, especially man, pick up their backups. Latavius Murray, you know Madison, guys like that. That and of course Davis, that you know can go in and produce if there was some unfortunate circumstance that the starters couldn't start or the starters couldn't play or someone went down with an injury. So, you know, that that's my tip. Um, pick up some of those guys and get them on your roster now. I mean, it might not help you 
Um, if, if, if the guys don't ever, you know, miss a game or get hurt or get sat out or whatever the case may be, but it also, you know, I mean, if you, if you're past your buy and you got your starting lineup there, then you got your starting lineup there. So it's kind of just like a safety blank blanket and like an if, if situation. So get that done. I'm a little over half an hour. I did say I wanted to keep it over under a half an hour. Um, week 11, the NFL fantasy, it's getting down to the nitty gritty here. Everybody's trying to win games. You got a few guys at five and five. You got some at six and four, some at four and five, all battling for those last playoff spots. And then you got guys in leagues that are 10 and oh, or nine and one or eight and two. Luckily enough for me, I'm eight and two in two leagues. So I'm, I'm flying good on that. I'm doing my thing here, doing, trying to do my research, trying to figure out who to start, where and when. I get, I get lucky some weeks. Last week I had 60 points scored against me. I don't know how I would lose that week, and if I did, I might as well sell my team away because 60 points is brutal. Anyway, it is what it is. This is RC Trey 5. I appreciate you all for listening. Fantasy Picks, I'll be back for Week 12, I promise you. Let's go.